Let's go. All right, everybody, listen. Welcome to another episode of Control Room Podcast. I uh, I am not someone to run from the music. So, Romo, uh, <laughs> take it away, man. This is a reaction to the Lakers winning their 17th NBA championship, man. How you feel? Allow me to put my red wine down, my vino. <sighs> what can I say? I hate to say it, but I told you so. Per usual, <clears throat> per usual. <sighs> Let me just start with this. I don't want to hear none of this asterisk, bubble nonsense, okay? Because I've been seeing a lot of this stuff on Twitter, all right, trying to, how should I say, uh, discredit this Lakers championship. It, and, is uh, it is unique circumstances. I mean, I'm not on Twitter, one of those people, but I'm just, just devil's advocate. Well, I actually uh, believe uh, that on the contrary, I think what the Lakers uh, did was more difficult than – a championship would be in a regular format. So I'm on, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum when it comes to the difficulty level. Um, how do you feel about, about it, Mike? <laughs> I hate it. Um, I hate it. I hate the, the smugness that surrounds me. Uh, I ran into Cali on the way out. Shout out to Cali in the sim. Uh, and he was he was he was letting me know he was giving me the business in a you know in a polite way and respective way but you know uh, ten it's been ten long years for you guys and uh, I I got great pleasure out of reminding people that there's high schoolers who up until now had never seen or were able to remember the Lakers winning the championship if you're 15 16 years old. You know, back in 2010, you're five, six years old. You don't remember the Lakers winning. They only knew the, the Clippers being better than the Lakers up until recently. So that gave me great joy. I loved, loved using that line and uh, just just poking Laker Nation a little bit. Um, listen, the elephant in the room is the bubble. And uh, here we go. That's the look, man. It's here a, we go. It's a, the season was stopped for five months. And then they went to a bubble where there's no home court, there's no travel. Uh, it is a unique circumstance, okay? We can't just ignore that. But I will say this, um, this is hard, <laughs> this is hard. Uh, you guys deserve it. You guys deserve it because you guys were focused. You didn't let, you didn't get distracted. Uh, you only lost one game in each round up until this last series. Shout out to Jimmy Bucket showing so much, so much heart with the Heat. It is. Uh, it seemed like it was predestined once Mamba and Mamacita, you know, uh, uh, left us. Very symbolic. It seems like the only way for this to end was with the Lakers winning the championship, and there just wasn't anything that was going to stop it. So uh, as difficult as it is for me to admit this, it, this was meant to be. 
and uh, congratulations. 17 before one. Oh, oh and, and, and that's, how you, <laughs> that's how you, that's how you, that's what you do. That's what you do? Okay. Okay. I had to. I had to. Okay. Look, man, I just knew when Frank Vogel announced that the bald mamba would be starting today. Oh, my God. That was a sign for me. Oh, my God. Like, they're about to win it for the mamba, for the real mamba. And, Gigi, I knew it tonight was the night. I know that they wore the uh, the uh, block, uh, black mamba jerseys the other night, and they were hoping to put it away that night, but it didn't happen. But tonight they just came out with a purpose, man. They came out. And they just, I mean, there's no other way to put it. They just dominated every aspect of the game. Um, and, you know, you can't say that Miami was not at full strength. They got uh, Dragic back. They Granted, he wasn't absolutely, 100%. Absolutely were not at full strength. Don't do that. Hey, hey, this is the NBA, man. A lot of guys are playing with injuries. You know, the Lakers, you know, also, you know, I'm sure had guys that are banged up. Oh, they, so, had, they, had, they had their starting point guard and center miss two games of this series? Listen, hey, I'm, not even trying, I'm not even trying to be negative right now, but look, I'm going to put extras on. You may, look, you, you mentioned Jimmy Butler. Um, he showed a lot of heart. I mean, but tonight, 12 points, that's just not going to get the job done. I, I really hate that you're, like, swagged out right now. I hate the whole look. I hate the whole vibe. You got the hat. You got a chain on, <laughs> you got some wine, never surrender on your shirt. I'm really, it, for people who don't realize, it's 1247, okay? A.M., okay? This man. We celebrating. This man is out here acting like he going to the parade right now. Hey, man. Hey, this is big. This is huge. I mean, with all the bad stuff that has happened this year, I mean, at least there's something something positive you know so hey man i'm enjoying this i mean look if the clippers would have won it you'd be celebrating too absolutely absolutely asterisks no asterisks we'll take whatever we can get but listen it's okay i don't want to make this about the clippers because we'll be coming back next year and you know this this is this is it one question go for it so uh since we last uh recorded a pod um, you no longer have a coach. So Doc Rivers is uh, now the coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, are you guys uh, going to be hiring D'Antoni? Uh, listen, I, you know, I want, this to be, I want this to be a clip. He's out there. I want this to be a, a, a Laker reaction. I didn't, I, this is not me trying to have any Clipper talk. But listen, if we <laughs> hire Mike D'Antoni. I don't blame you, man. If we hire hey, hey, but at least one Morris twin got a championship. Okay. If we to, oh. answer, to answer your question, if we hire and Mike D'Antoni, I will no longer be a Clipper fan because Mike D'Antoni is trash. Okay. Wow. He has never won anything at all. How are you gonna go from having Doc Rivers who actually won a championship to Mike D'Antoni? I don't think he's ever even coached a team to a championship game. You're before. jumping ship, that's it. If if Mike D'Antoni is our coach, I'm I'm rooting for Ty Lue. That that's my favorite. But listen, Mike, I'm gonna make you an offer, man. Okay. There's a lot of room on the Laker bandwagon. Never in life. Never Look, man, in life. I even got a jersey for you, Never man. Never in life. I got a jersey for you. Not no chance. I'll even get I'll even get Walker on the back of it. No chance. Come on, man. Listen, I respect him. 
I respect him. No chance. No chance. But listen, let me ask you, let me ask you a question. Um, Shoot away. Where does this championship rank for Laker chips in your lifetime that you remember? I mean, this is a very unique, unique championship. Um, you know, we've won so many championships that they're all a blur. Uh, I know that you can relate. Um, but after a while, man, all these championships kind of just, you know, they're a blur, man. You know, I know it had been a decade since we won, but um, it ranks up there, man. Like I said, the, the very unique uh, circumstances. Um, and then the, the, the symbolism behind it, the fact that they dedicated the season to Kobe and Gigi and they, they, they promised that they would uh, win it for them. And they came through, man. I mean, it, it's pretty, pretty awesome. I mean, listen, you're a kid of the eighties. So I'm just saying, this is, I'm sure, I'm sure you're for the first time the Lakers won magic was running with showtime. And then you had the Kobe and Shaq crew. Then you had Kobe Powell and Odom. And now you got this championship. Cause yeah. you, I mean, I don't want to say you're old, but let's just say you've been around a while. So I was just curious. You see a little gray in my beard? You know, uh, I actually saw one gray in mine as well. So I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to catch Join it. the club. But you don't, you don't have, like, a favorite Laker championship? Because for me, I remember <sighs> the one that I was really – I really felt helpless was 2001. Shaq Kobe, yeah. When they went through the playoffs and they went 15-1. and one. Only and loss was to Philly. The other one I remember that I thought was uh, 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 historic was 2010 versus Celtics seven game series. It was a it was an ugly bloodbath, and I think the Celtics were even up three two in that series, and the Lakers came back and won. Yep, and uh, yep. that kind of solidified Kobe's legacy as as the man in L.A. So yeah. those Any, three, anytime you you beat your heated rival, yeah. Uh, I mean that always uh, is sweet. But do, and you, do you know, have a, do you have a favorite Lakers series or championship or no? Uh man, uh, they all have a special, a special part in my heart. But um, I, I would have to say when they went back to back, the '87, '88. Okay. Uh, that was that was pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I would have to say, even though I, I enjoyed the Shaq Kobe era, obviously, but. Um, you know, I was I was maybe ten years old when they went back to back. That's your first, and that one just you solidified, yeah. you know, my 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 Laker fandom. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but they're all special, man. You know, I hope someday um, the Clippers can can bring this joy uh, to coming. you. We're coming. <laughs> We're coming. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about us. We we coming. But uh, I was gonna I was gonna hit you with one more question. Okay, listen, because people are gonna be on me. And uh, anybody who knows me knows how I feel. But uh, before we get out of here, your thoughts on LeBron James? Three words. MVP. Okay. I mean, look, he said it tonight. Put some respect on his name. I mean, look, man, what he's doing at his age, it's remarkable. Mike, you got to admit, it's pretty remarkable. He's, he's damn near averaging a triple-double. I mean, he's playing at the same level he was playing 10 years ago. But, I mean, it's the, the basketball IQ, it, it just it, – it's unmatched. There's no one that we've seen.
with this type of he's a prodigy man what, what can you say he's a virtuoso on that court thoughts <laughs> thoughts ah, um there's a lot of guys a lot of guys who've had extremely high basketball iqs i don't want to disrespect people most of them are big ups to rondo by the way he was huge rondo, huge rondo for us. somebody who had and kcp who knew who knew, man? Only, only, only Laker fans disrespect their own players and send death threats to their wives. Uh, but anyway, we're gonna not talk about that. Uh, but uh, a lot of players have high basketball. Rondo has an extremely high basketball IQ, basketball genius. If you go into history, Steve Nash, a new coach of the yeah. Brooklyn Nets, Jason, Jason Kidd on the bench, extremely high. Magic Johnson, extremely high basketball IQ. LeBron does have a high basketball IQ and is probably on those guys' levels. I hate it when we have to elevate Braun to a different stratosphere. Like he's the first smart basketball player of all time. Look, LeBron James does what he does. He assembles amazing talent around him. Shout out to AD, who was big time guarding Jimmy Butler, locking people down every series, hitting game winning shots, doing his thing. Uh, but look, LeBron, it is what it is, man. LeBron played great. He played great. Uh, he still doesn't like shooting at the end of the games, but we already know that's his reputation. Because he always makes the right play. Yeah, yeah, even if it doesn't go in, it's not his fault. But it's all good. Uh, no, look, man, you look at the numbers, great. I think his numbers can sometimes be misleading, but what's not misleading is he's a hell of a playmaker. Uh, and when you go back in history, and I was, I think, uh, I think Callie brought this up to me today, tonight too. Four Finals MVPs. If I'm not mistaken, the only person who has more Finals MVPs than Braun is, of course, the Goat MJ. Uh, because I think Magic has three, Shaq has three. I know Kobe has two. I'm not sure how many Duncan has. Might be like two or three. Uh, so four really puts you in rare air. Bill Russell. Uh, they didn't have it back then. That's why they named it after him. Um, and nobody's going to look back to and di dissect 50s film, um, NBA Finals film from the 50s to see if he was the man or not. But uh, that is a pretty, that's a pretty remarkable accomplishment, four Finals MVPs. 17 years in, he's still going strong. But next year, hey, look, next year the NBA is going to look totally different. Because guess what? Can you just let me enjoy? I'm just saying. I'm. Just, I just said. All, see, I just said. I just said all those beautiful things. I just said all those beautiful things about Bron. I'm just saying. Next year, I'm not even talking about the Clippers. Really, like I wanted the Clippers to win this year because I felt like this is a title to steal because mm -hmm. the Warriors are coming back, and that seven foot monster in Brooklyn is coming back, and he's got uh, one of the most skilled point guards of all time playing with them. And now they got Steve Nash as their coach. So you got two potential title contenders coming back into the picture next year. It's going to be even more difficult to win the ring next year, which is why it's Lakers did Hey, Lakers did their job and got the ring this year. Clippers. We're still looking for you. Cancun on three. Perfect way to end the show. Because that's where we're going. Not really because it's a pandemic. Uh, I am going to be deleting my ESPN app and not watching any sports shows because it's all it's, all, it's not even going to be about the Lakers. It's just going to be about Braun. I gave him his props. 
but whatever. Hashtag, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to end on a hater note. Like I said, one, two, three, Cancun. Congratulations, Romo. Laker Nation. Long live the king. It's your, it's your NBA for now.